This is jazz just the way we like it. I'm your host, Alfonso Severos. This is my weekly jazz podcast. Recorded live at Brick Arts Free Speech Radio in downtown Brooklyn. Well, folks, another week, another podcast. Another week and another podcast. Well, I play those classic jazz songs, those songs from the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s, uh, those songs I grew up on, listened to as a young man. That's what we play on this show, jazz just the way we like it. I play it for my enjoyment, for your enjoyment, and also to introduce a younger generation to that fabulous art form known as jazz. All right. An exciting week. So much is going on. We see the shaping of the Trump's foreign policy, which is non-involvement. It's nationalism and isolationism. We have seen the initial part pulling out of the Paris climate agreements withdrawing from the uh, agreement with Asian, Asian countries. And now we see the G7. And we start this whole issue of closed economics and tariffs on uh, allies and supporters. Think about this action, so much of the action the president's taken is that the impact won't be felt right away. It's going to be a gradual impact, just like when he reduced restrictions on the banks and corporations. Slowly they'll drift back to their old habits that will cause economic chaos for many at the bottom end of the economic ladder. Uh, Just a matter of time. So we are in his thinking. We're in the time in which his thinking is contradictory to this whole idea of a global world, a global economy. Well, let's see what happens, folks. But in the meantime, let's get things going. Here's an old piece from 1968. Oscar Peterson. Summertime. So sit back and enjoy. Summertime is almost here.
Oscar Peterson Trio, recorded in 1968, Summertime. Oscar Peterson, the maestro, on piano. Sam Jones on bass. And in fact, he played a double bass. And Bobby Dorham on drums. Oscar Peterson. Man, what a fabulous piano player. Uh, not too many folks around play like that anymore. That was Oscar Peterson, Summertime. So many musicians played that Gershwin tune, Summertime. I was reading uh, about uh, Porgy and Bess, when Porgy and Bess first came out. You know, it was uh, considered an opera. Uh, it's interesting. In, in the United States, when it was shown, it was uh, sort of, African-American folk art. But when it went to Europe and traveled around the world, it was considered opera. Now, the original singers were some of the best classic trained, classical trained uh, black opera singers in the country. Uh, and it received much wider appreciation uh, in Europe and other parts of the world than it did here. That's Porgy and Bess. And that tune was Summertime. All right, let's keep moving on. Here's a piece. Art Blakely and the Jazz Messengers. Uh, a piece called One by One. And man, you got to uh, look at, here the lineup on this piece. Of course, you have Art Blakely on drums. Curtis Fuller. And I'm a Curtis Fuller fan on trombone. Freddie Hubbard on trumpet. Wayne Shorter on sax. Cedar Walton on piano. And Reggie Workman on bass. Here we go, folks. Sit back and enjoy the Art Blakely Jazz Messengers one by one. Art Blakely and the Jazz
was Art Blakely and the Jazz Messengers, recorded live right here in New York City at Birdland, at the old Birdland, in 1963. And man, what a lineup on that. Of course, you had Art Blakely on drums, Curtis Fuller on trombone, Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Wayne Shorter on sax, uh, Cedar Walton on piano, and Reggie Workman on bass. This was a young group at that time, 1963. Uh, Art Blakely and the Jazz Messengers playing a jazz classic one by one. Okay, folks, I was, uh, let me switch up the, uh, switch up a little bit instead of playing a little music. Talk about something I was reading on, um, in the paper the other day. Uh, the mayor was concerned about the specialized high schools and the admission criteria. Well, of course, he's talking about Bronx High School of Science, Brooklyn Tech, uh, Stuyvesant High School. There's a few specialized high schools. And all these, these three specialized high schools, the three in New York City, admission is based on a single criteria. Uh, test performance. You take that specialized test, and if you score high, you get into the school. If you score low, you don't get in. So it's a single criteria. Uh, a lot of people say that's a fair criteria, and some people make the argument that it is not a single, a fair criteria. Well, for one, let's look at a few things. Let's look at the data. What does the data tell us? The data tell us that there's about 156 specialized high schools in this country, all across the country, different states, around 156 of these schools. The only schools that use a single criteria, in other words, one test and one test score, is the schools in New York City, Brooklyn Tech, Bronx High School of Science, uh, and Stuyvesant. All the other schools have multiple criterias. They give a test, and they look at other indicators. Uh, so the data does not support a single criteria for admission to specialized high schools. Uh, let's look at other examples. You can take, for instance, the SAT and college performance. We know students who score very high on the SAT tend to do well in college and graduate from college. But for a lot of other students who may not score as high as that original high group, uh, the SAT is not necessarily, necessarily a good indicator. So many schools use multiple criteria. It is, it is time that we, we, we tend to look at the use of multiple criteria for it does have its benefits for one an issue of equity and diversity and that that's important in an education in a in a very diverse world uh, but just some thoughts to consider about these specialized high schools and single criteria all right, I would like to talk a little bit more on that, but I'm going to go back to the music. Here's an old piece, man. Johnny Hodge. Johnny Hodge was a sax player with, uh, with a Duke Ellington. Here's a piece called Funky Blues. Funky Blues. And this, this is another whopper of a piece. So sit back and enjoy.
Wow. That was Johnny Hodge, uh, Funky Blues. I didn't play the whole piece, but I played most of it. And, uh, man, what a lineup. You had Ben Webster on tenor sax, Oscar Peterson on piano. On alto sax, you had Benny Carter, Charlie Parker, along with Johnny Hodge. Ray Brown on bass. What a lineup. What a lineup. I hope you enjoyed that piece. Let's uh, get some voices in here. How about the divine one? Sarah Vaughn. Uh, Sarah Vaughn singing The Shadow of Your Smile. We'd like to do a number that I recorded not too long ago. It's very beautiful, and we do hope that you enjoy. Sarah said, uh, somebody asked me once. That was Sarah Vaughn, Shadow of Your Smile, the Divine One. All right. Here's a piece by Alice Coltrane called, uh, the name of this piece is Something About John Coltrane, recorded in 1970. With Alice Coltrane, Farrell Saunders on sax, Cecil McBee on bass, Rashielli on drums. Sit back and enjoy this. Alice Coltrane. Something about John Coltrane. Thank you. 
Alice Coltrane, Something About John Coltrane is the name of that piece, recorded in 1970 with Alice Coltrane on both harp and piano. Farrell Saunders on sax, Cecil McBee on bass, Rashid Ali on drums, Mahaj Shabazz on bells. Wow, that's typical Alice. All right, it's getting to be that time, folks. Uh, last song, last song. So, uh, let me, uh, I sort of had the song ready to, to, uh, play, but I lost it. So now I got to bring it back up. This is, uh, a song recorded in 1965, uh, in Washington, D.C. by uh, none other than Oscar Brown, Jr. Oscar Brown, Jr. So let's uh, listen to Oscar Brown, Jr. on this piece called 
40 acres and a mule. Washington, D.C. makes me feel not only among friends, but close to the seat of government. Provides me with an opportunity to deliver, for example, this, this open letter pressed into my hands by a man on my street. I'm not mistaken, I once read back during that short spell I spent in school where every slave set free was supposed to get for slaving 40 acres and a mule. Now, ain't no telling how much work was done by my ancestors under slavery's rule, but sure as hell the total got to run at least uh, 40 acres and a mule. Now, I'm not saying this to see folks sweat, because I'm not bitter, neither am I cruel. But ain't nobody paid for slavery yet above my 40 acres and my mule. We had a promise that was taken back. When we hollered, it was hush, be cool. Well, me, I'm being rowdy, hot, and black. I want my 40 acres and my mule. Don't tell me not to get myself upset. Don't look at me like I'm some kind of ghoul. Just answer quietly, when do I get my gun? Now 40 acres and my mule. No thanks, I'll take my own self out to lunch. No thanks, I'll dig me my own swimming pool and lay and play around with my own bunch. Yeah. I get 40 acres and a mule. Cause interest gotta go on, just like rent. I may be crazy, but I ain't no fool. 100 years of debt at 10% per year, per 40 acres, and per mule. Now, add that up. Oscar Brown Jr. recorded it 1965 in Washington, D.C. live. Yeah, that 40 acres and a mule. Okay, folks, it's that time. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, tune in next week. And most of all, peace and love. Until next time.